credits are done. We tell you if it sucks. We tell you it's fun. Five knuckles shuffle. We like the movies you do too. With gods and Tabo and Shark. And Alec. Five knuckles shuffle. Dear Mr. Kaur, three days ago my son Bailey was taken by wolves. No one in the village will hunt them. My husband will come home from the war soon. I must have something to show him. So you come to kill it? To kill the one that took him? I came to help if I can. To explain this, if I can. It's not the first time people died out there. The hillside is scattered with pieces of bodies. That's what you get when you talk to the villagers. People are dying. That's real enough. Leave us to the devils. You're the one fought my boy. Yes. Do you raise the dead? No, sir. Then I have no questions for you. Never seen anything like this before. The behavioral term is savaging. No. I'm not talking about animals here, Mr. Core. Well, if you say so. Welcome to a special Good Boys edition yes. of the podcast. The Good Boys. The good Boys. I'm Kevin Spacer. I'm Where also the, Kevin Spacer. Wow, the Good Boys. I'm Brian Singer, and I'm directing Red Sonja for some reason. Is he really? Yeah, they're uh, killing off 10 million yen to make a Red Sonja movie for reasons. For what? Who the hell wants that? Hashtag hero. Oh, I guess, like, also it's yeah, going to be, like, Game of Thronesy, like Probably. Yeah. I think they're just digging up whatever female IP they have, probably. Is Red Sonja in the public domain? Because I'm sure uh, Conan is. Maybe. Because, I mean, it's like how old the story is, Well, you right? think, like, part of the, I don't even know if Red Sonja is actually created by Robert E. Howard. I've got a blood feud with Condé Nast because I wanted to use the shadow, but apparently they trademarked it, like, a few years back, and I can't use it, even though that is a character that should be in the public domain by now. Yeah. Uh, anyway, hi everybody. Hello. Uh, we're not in Croctober, even no. though your calendar year will tell you that we are. It says Croctober. We uh, we all had kind of whack schedules this week, so we decided to do a special episode, Sean and myself, uh, and watch the new Jeremy Saulnier film, uh, Hold the Dark. Since we always talk about Jeremy Saulnier, it seemed appropriate. Yeah. Uh, mad appropes. Yes, mad appropes. Um... To bury the lead, I think we have a lot to talk about <laughs> with uh, with the movie. Uh, so we'll get into that. I don't know. Do we? Did, I didn't watch anything. Same. So, I played Persona Five a lot. 
yeah, I just, I was stressing out over all the fucking art shit that I had to do this week. And art shit? Turns out it didn't matter. So, oh. that's life. You try real hard, and then it doesn't make a difference anyway. So, I think uh, Linkin Park wrote a song about that. And yeah, we all and see how died. that worked <laughs> out. Um, that's one of the funniest uh, Suicides? Buzz, yeah, Buzz Osborne so. quotes ever, where he was talking about Kurt Cobain, because they were buddies in high school, and he's like... He's like, yeah, we were friends in high school, and look how that turned out for him. <laughs> uh, anyway. Uh, we grew up to have a wife that killed him. Yeah. Yeah, Courtney did it. It's like the only interesting thing Courtney Love has ever done is Ooh. murder her husband. Um, all right. He probably still wrote the whole thing, though. Yeah, he, he well, yeah. Well, he bought the shotgun, so... Yeah. He bought that Kurt Cobain buying a gun would be the best kids in the hall sketch. <laughs> well, he I want it. one of those shooty things. He, well, he got it from his buddy Dylan Carlson from Earth. This is a... That's, oh, that's that. a shoot. That's a real-life thing. It was a shoot. Yeah, and Dylan, Dylan Carlson's like a really weird fucking dude, and now he makes weird music in Earth, uh, like a drone <laughs> band. I just It made me think, because I was looking at your bookshelf, I was listening to Joe Rogan had Chuck Palahniuk on his podcast the other day. Yeah. And it was super interesting, but Chuck Palahniuk a wet talker? Yeah. I've seen him talk live. Oh, yeah. I could not do it. Just yeah. a fucking nightmare. Yeah, and if it's on the Joe Rogan show, the conversation probably lasted for two and a half hours. Yeah, and it went nowhere. I, I can't I can't take him. I, I can take him in, like, clip form sometimes. Yeah. But, like, his long-form show is just interminable for me. Yeah. Like, we, we here uh, on the network, I think we, we always try to make the show at least, like... We want to try for an hour, and sometimes we go a little over yeah. that. But when we go over an hour, I feel really like self conscious about it because yeah. I'm like me at home listening to something. I don't want to listen to something like much longer than an hour. Chuck Palahniuk's real into Jordan Peterson, which explains a lot. Oh no! Yeah. Yikes! Now I don't like him anymore. No. Um. Anyway. Uh. So yeah, let's just talk about Hold the Dark. Um. I don't think there much needs to be said about uh, Sean and I's love for Jeremy Sonia. I think big boners. He's made three masterpieces. Well, two and a half masterpieces. Murder Party's very good. Uh, I wouldn't say it's a masterpiece. No, um, if you don't count that, like because it's a pre-show. Yeah, um, I'd say he's made three masterpieces at this point. He's. I think I need to let this movie sit for a little bit, maybe. Yeah, there's going to be spoilers in this, too. I think this is a movie that it's going to be impossible to talk about without spoilers. Yeah. So, uh, I, I let's just do this. Let's just give our overall... Hang on. I got one. Go ahead. TJ, what did you think this movie was about before you saw it? I thought this movie was a murder mystery. Like, a kind of, like, whodunit murder mystery. Yeah. And, yeah, it's not. I mean, it kind of is... But it's really not. No, because you get the whodunit like ten minutes into the movie. But even that's kind of questionable yeah. at the time. And then like when you finally get the reveal that yeah, that's that's it. It's just like oh, it's just kind of there. You're like six movies past that. Yeah, it's it's interesting. What did you think it was going to be? I thought it was going to be a man versus nature, the road to victory movie. So like a like a um, the gray. That's the what gray, I thought yeah, it was. Like yeah. a less like. Uh, Joe Carnahan. I love Joe Carnahan. We I, I don't mean this as an insult, but a less Carnahan-y... If we were on the, the, the Town podcast, we'd all laugh about how the movie should be called The, the gay. gay, and it's about <laughs> Liam Neeson blowing wolves in the oh, woods. Shit. That show was hilarious. Is that gay? No. no. Well, it's it does, a, does it count? I don't know. That's a good question. That is a good question. If we got any furries out there, please do explain. Yeah, if you blow a male dog, is that gay? Yeah. I mean... It's different species, so right, no, so I, don't think so. I wouldn't think so. But anyway, I mean, it's a slippery slope. Once you marry dudes, then you're going to be blowing wolves and yeah. And I mean, that's that's whatever. When did that? When's that going to happen? What marrying wolves? Well, yeah. Well, remember how when, well, now you've stumbled into that were... weird fucking like ultra conservative. Uh, that's the fucking. Yeah, you need to do a Vice episode about that. Yeah, like that, the alt right furry community. Well, have you ever seen that fucking meme where like it was originally an earnest post by some whacked out conservative uh, Christian group, but it was like if you allow this, and it's like a man and a man kissing. Then what's stopping this? And it's like a woman kissing like a giant like praying mantis. That's what I'm waiting for. I'm waiting for that Bojack Horseman apocalypse. <laughs> it's like like what I the thought, fuck? I thought that was gonna happen. Yeah, I was misled. Um, but yeah, I think uh, before we get into like the whole movie and discussions and spoilers, uh, I, I can speak for myself. I liked the movie. I don't love it. 
Uh, it's not immediately, like, something where I'm like, man, that was incredible, like, all of his other movies. Yeah. But I think I just need more time to digest it. I think I need to watch it again. It's a movie that has a lot of little parts, and I think I need to pay closer attention to those little parts. Yeah. It's a lot like a Lynch movie in that respect. It's a lot like, um... Have you ever read A Remembrance of Things Past by Marcel Proust? No. It's like reading, like, a classic... Something that was foreign and translated into English. It's okay. like Dostoevsky or something. Or it's like... Or this Metro book that I read. Yeah, I gotta chew on this for a bit. Yeah. You know, it's a, a book that I read that was translated into English, and, like, it's fine until it's not. Okay. It's the Battle Royal book. The, oh. The book, the, the book that the movie is that based on. the Hunger on. Games are based on. Yeah, right. <laughs> and it's, like, a really cool book, and the translation's fine until, like, there's, like, little parts that just don't... Like add up, they yeah. don't make sense, and you're like, wait, what? And How many times does the word bastard appear? Uh, quite a few. Also, <laughs> that book, I thought it was intentional, but I think it was just a printing error. Like half the book is upside down. Oh, I don't know how they did that. Is the book? Is it a book oh, book or is it? it a manga? No, it's a book book. Did it start out as a book book? Yeah, it started out as a book book. Then they made the movie. Then they made the manga. The okay. manga is hilarious. Because all the characters look like Fist of the North Star characters, <laughs> but they're supposed to be, like, 11 years right, old. but they're all just ripped and they're all just, yeah, yeah. And, like, do you remember the one girl in Battle Royal that was, like, that all the girls called, like, the slutty character? Yeah, yeah, of yeah. course, in the manga, she's, like, a huge tits right. and just, like, um... She's, like, supposed to be 14. The three things they love in Japan. White people, big old titties, <laughs> yeah, and underage justice. girls. Well, yeah. There's a lot of weird underage girl stuff in anime. Japan has, like, these interesting kind of, like, it seems to be, and this is an outsider observing the culture, these, like, national psychoses. Yeah. Or it's, like, I don't I don't know if it has something to do with, like, the bombings and stuff, or, like, how, like, uniform the society is, but there's a lot of, like, it seems like shared kind of mental issues. Yeah. At least just kind of judging from their pop culture. Yeah, I don't know. <sighs> you burnt Japan. What did you think of the movie? Bef- it- without spoilers. <sighs> I either loved it, yeah. or I didn't quite understand it, maybe. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> like, I don't know. It's kind of hard to understand. I don't yeah. really, at the end of it, it I, I'm not quite sure, and we'll get in, more into it here in spoilers. It has all the things I love in movies. Yes. But it's just, it's this movie is, like, impossibly dense. This is like a peanut butter on rye sandwich. Like, it's like... Well, it's a two-hour movie that feels like it should have been a three-and-a-half-hour long movie. Like, yeah. there came a point in this movie where, like, well, this has got to be over soon. And they still had, like, a half an hour, and we're like, oh, it's okay. But then they didn't really resolve anything no. in that half an hour. Like, I don't know. Um, so, yeah, now we're going to... Spoilers from this point on. Um, yeah. Definitely worth watching... I don't think it's as immediate. It's definitely not as immediately satisfying as any of his other movies. Yeah. Um, it, this is not a recommend for normies. Yeah, I don't. I hate to say normies, but if you're listening to a movie podcast, it's probably fine. Did you see that fucking poster that oh, I posted God, on like Facebook? Like the hundred movies you've seen before you die, like ET. Like, yeah. <laughs> okay. Come on. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Scarface. Oh, okay. Yeah. Neat. Anyway. Um. Yeah, so this is not a recommend for normies. Um, you know how I'm interested to see Alec. Yes. Yeah. What's his thoughts going to be on this? Movie? I don't know. Because he's going to watch it. He's I definitely going to watch it. He likes Jeremy Sonia. I don't know. He's the wild card. Yeah. Gogs would hate this movie. Gogs is too. Gogs I don't know. I think you'd have to take the temperature of the room before he decided how he felt about it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. Because even something claims that he likes that we didn't like, like Fifth Element, he doesn't really like that much. He's just pot committed. Yeah, yeah, I think that's all just a bit. Yeah. I don't think he really cares for that movie at all. Or what was the movie that he said he... Oh, somebody at Comic-Con this past weekend had the, the copy... I mean, I hate that movie, but the visuals are cool. Yeah. The You remember, the, like, the crazy cop outfit in the Fifth Element? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody did, like, the whole thing. Oh, with this super huge hat? But it looked great. Like, it looked uh, like movie uh, quality. Did he hit his head on anything? I don't know. He was out... We were out in a nice big open spot, but it looked awesome. <laughs> I was like, wow, that's a great job. Too bad that movie sucks. Oh, my God. But anyway. Yeah. But anyway. Uh, yeah, let's get into this movie. And again, spoilers from here on out. Um, Turn subtitles on. Yeah. Do yourself a favor. It's a little quiet. Yeah. But until it's not. (laughs) So, Jeffrey Wright from... uh, Mostly known for me from Westworld, but he's also in all the Daniel Craig James Bond movies. He plays the CIA operator. I believe he's also the villain in the Shaft remake. 
Is he really? I think so. The newest one? I think he plays Peebles. The one with Samuel Jackson? Jack- yeah, that movie's like 20 the years old now. The newest one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, shit, I don't remember that movie, like, at all. It's fine. Yeah. I mean, like, I love, you know me, and sure. exploitation movies, but it's not like Shaft is a good movie. I mean, the original's a lot of fun. It's I like fun. Shaft Goes to Africa. Yeah. Um, I don't know why they call it Shaftrica. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Jeffrey Wright is a writer. He writes about wolves... Um, he hunted a wolf. He prior hunted to. one wolf. Like it's it's set up to be like the ghost in the darkness. Yeah, that kind of movie. So the movie opens with this little kid. Underrated out. movie, by the way. Ghost, ghost in, in the darkness. darkness. Good. That's not. That's about lions, though. Yeah, isn't it? yeah. It's a good movie. Um, Whacking Great Bear. What's that movie? The uh, Edge. The Edge. That's a good movie too. Tony Hopkins, yeah. Whacking Great Bear. Uh, also similar kind of. Yeah. Th- um, yeah, he was. He played Peoples Hernandez. That's a great name. Christian Bale, also the nominal villain in the Shaft remake. He's the rich kid asshole. That's hilarious. Yeah. So, the movie opens with this little kid playing in the snow, and then he sees a wolf, and they have kind of like a moment where you cut between the boy and the wolf. Yeah. And then, the credits roll, right? I think. Uh, does it have opening credits? Does it go to dark? I think it does have like a slight opening credit yeah. scene. And then you get a, a voiceover from the wa- the wife character... The, well, the mother-wife character, yeah. whatever. And she's explaining to Jeffrey Wright, who, again, is a writer. He's some kind of nature writer. He studies wolves. Yeah, and he's he like had to a, kill a wolf. Like a shooty Richard Attenborough. Yeah. And she's explaining to him that um, since he studies, she wants him to go out into the woods and to find uh, his bo- the boy's body. Or just the or wolf. Or just to kill the wolf to give her, like, closure. Yeah. Um, and he does it. Like he he decides to go out to Atlanta. All he, this is done. All this is told through like voiceover and like um, conversation yeah. dialogue and like B roll. Really, yeah. like there's not like there's not a lot of dialogue. Jeffrey Wright's also one of these uh, broken old men, like out of touch with his daughter, kind of like you know the type. Yeah. Well, it seems like a very uh, tropey book thing. Yeah. Like in a lot of books, Jeffrey Wright's like it's like the writer that's like kind of out of it. Yeah. It's like. Trying to reconnect with his family, like family plays a big role in this movie, mm-hmm. but I don't Just like human connection. But I don't really know what it's trying to say about fam. Like it's weird, right? Because it definitely hammers home. Like everybody's got kids. The fucking cops got a kid on the yeah. way, and um, I'm bad at this. You go. I'm bad at like recap. Oh, okay. So Jeffrey Wright goes out into the woods. He runs afoul of some wolves who spare him. Well, this is after like he. So he gets to the house. He gets to the the mother wife's house, and she explains that like she's real, she's weird right off the bat. Yeah. Like she acts weird. She kind of talks in riddles. She whispers. Yeah. It's strange. Do they have like the naked scene now, or it's after this? No, it's 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 that first night. Yeah. So he like she says that basically like uh, she can't pay him, and again she's acting real weird. She like she pays him like a French whore in World War One. She gives him like chocolate and a Lucy cigarette. Yeah, and then like. At a certain point, like, he's sleeping on the couch. World War II, I'm sorry. Yeah. He's sleeping on the couch, and he hears her, like, talking to herself in the yeah. bath. And then she walks... oh She's wearing the mask when yeah. she, uh, she walks from the bath. There's something with masks in this masks in this movie, and yeah. not the cars that turn into helicopters That's and how shit. You, oh, shit. Remember that? Track is gonna lead the mission. <laughs> um, yeah, but, I mean, it's all about... Your true self is the mask, like. Yeah, so she gets naked and then, like, crawls into the couch with him, and I, I don't think they have sex. No, it wasn't him. He makes her choke. Makes. Uh, oh, that's She right. makes him choke her. Right, and then he goes out into the woods where he finds the wolves that you're yeah. talking about. And they don't kill him. They, like, he, he's, he gets a situation where, like, he's sees this pack of wolves and then he trips and loses his gun. Yeah. And he kind of has a stare down with the wolves. But the wolves let him go. Well, like, which a, is, is that is that fucking uh, foreshadowing? I, the it's end a of the running movie? theme where, like, I don't know if this is just the, supposed to be like Saulnier's comment. I don't know without knowing the source material that well, like right. what's in it, what's not. But if this is a, some kind of commentary on like what we blame for our problems versus what are actually our problems, because like every time he runs into a wolf in this, they they do nothing wrong. Like, yeah. well, even he says like because there's a point. In the in before the first night where he stays in the cabin, that he goes out with her out into the woods and she like shows him kind of the lay of the land. Yeah, 
and he's like, they're not what you think they are. Because she asked him, like, what was it like to kill that yeah. wolf or whatever, and he's like, I hated it, like, I, but I had to do it or whatever, and... Like, there's a lot of, there's a, like, again, there's a lot going on, there's, like, a lot to dissect. Yeah. But, like, on the surface, I don't really know what a lot of it's trying to because tell Because there's me. not a lot of talking. No. There's not a lot you can glean from the conversations. So, after he is spared by the wolves, he goes back to the cabin, he's confronted by the old Indian lady. Yeah. That tells him, or maybe it was only... Well, I think before he even leaves, she tells him, like, what you're looking for is already behind you. Yeah. And basically, like, the woman that he just left is evil or some yeah. nonsense. And again, it's like a lot of mystical who's fudge. Yeah. Um, anyway, he gets back to the cabin. She's not there. He goes into a room, finds the the, 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 the boy. dead boy, like, wrapped up in a box or something. He's dead wrapped in plastic. Yeah, he's just like Laura Palmer. Um, and then, you know, he tells the cops. The cops question him. Um, he's never, like, a suspect, though. Like, I thought that, for sure, the whole movie was gonna be, well, he's... As soon as that happened, yeah. I was like, well, he's gonna be falsely accused. Right, he's the outsider, he's black, like... Yeah. This is in, like, be a Alaska real somewhere. Go, yeah. uh, the other thing is, is that, we forgot to mention, that on that first night where she slept with him naked, they show a shot of, uh, Alexander Star- Skarsgård's yeah. buddy standing outside their house like ominously but right. I don't really know what that means now by the end of the movie either like I well they um, also at some point uh, around here <laughs> they cut to uh, the Skarsgård who's in Iraq yeah just like calm as Hindu cattle blowing these guys away with a 50 cal yeah yeah that is a pretty crazy this movie yeah. is insanely violent at times yeah well it's like uh Cronenberg yeah, violence. Like, when it gets violent, yeah. it's like, holy shit. Uh, uh, yeah, go ahead. And uh, he's walking around smoking a cigarette, like, just totally stone-faced, and he stumbles upon one of his, like, squad mates raping somebody. Yeah. And he walks in, says, puts a cigarette on the windowsill, walks in, says nothing, and stabs this guy, what, 30 times in the ribs? In the ribs, so he's still alive, and yeah. then he hands the knife to the rape victim, and then you hear her stabbing him right. to death. But he doesn't, like, enjoy it, or, like, he has no reaction to it whatsoever. He no. just kind of comes in and does it. Stone Face is the right thing to say. It's yeah. kind of funny, because I've seen him on two Netflix movies, and he never talked in either one of them. Right. <laughs> like, he barely talks in this movie. Um, he's got a very icy look. He's go- he's a good pick for this role. Yeah. Because he does... He, he's he, ethereal. He acts a lot with his eyes. Yeah. Like, he's got a, a, a great intensity with him with the smash. whole time. Oh, yeah. Um... And then he he's walking after he walks through. There's a lot of neck trauma in this movie, so if you got neck issues, do you think that plays in anything? Because everyone is atta- all the major like violence happens to somebody's neck. Yeah, I'm not sure. Because he gets shot in the neck, the cop gets shot in the neck, the fucking the other cop gets Maybe shot. It has in something the- to do with like speaking, not being able to speak, something like. I don't that. know, but it's it like it it's happen- very noticeable. It happens so much; it has to mean something. Yeah. It's got to be there for a reason, because like. It happens no less than six times in this fucking yeah. movie. And it's, like, obvious. And they're getting ventilated. Yeah. Like, you know it's a Jeremy Saulnier movie as soon as this happens. Oh, a guy gets, like, his face blown off. He looks like movie. he's got, like, fucking flesh-eating bacteria or something. Yeah. When they cut to it, just like, ugh. Um, so, yeah, where are we? So, he gets shot. Have we gotten to the part where he gets shot in the neck? This, that's what I'm talking about yeah. now. Because it happens right after the rape scene. He walks into, the, like, the alleyway and just kind of... He takes, like, like a sniper around. bullet. <laughs> Like, There's a lot of just like, yeah, like quick off-screen shots. Yeah, and it, you know, again, in a weird way, that scene kind of mirrors the scene towards the end when the cop gets it, yeah. with the 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 bow and arrow. Yeah. But I, I, thinking about it now, it's like almost exactly the same yeah. scene. But like, it's poetry, it rhymes. Does that like mean anything? I'm sure it does. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like it does because it's so. It, again, it seems very deliberate. Like, I'm gonna go ahead and say it. Like. I feel like I'm too stupid for this movie. Yeah, same. <laughs> like, I feel like I need... Well, also, like, I think this is a movie you need to really sit down by yourself and watch. Because, yeah. like, if you talk at all, or, yeah. like, don't pay attention for a minute, you're done. This isn't a good podcast movie. No. Because we just naturally talk a lot during the movie. We right. try not to. But, like, like if we saw this in a theater, yeah, I think yeah, it would have been a different experience. Because, obviously, you don't... If you talk in a theater, you're, like, the worst person yeah, ever. Yeah, or but, text in the theater. Oh, yeah. Um... But I feel like I feel like there's so many things that like there's there's like well, because it's one of those movies that like trust the audience to pay attention and pick it up because they don't like circle back to shit at all at all 
And there's never there's no a, rule of threes where it's like you introduce it, you reinforce it, then you no. pay it off. It's and just there's like, never a character that like sits down and tells you what's happening either. Yeah. Even like casually or passively, there's no like narration there. Right. It's like or exposition where it's like, well, this is what this means. There's like no parlor scene. No. All right, so he gets shot in the neck in Fallujah or whatever. Yeah. And then he gets sent home. Um, you know, Purple Heart or whatever. Yeah. And then from there. He ends up at the the. He goes right when he when you we see him come back home. He goes right to the station house, yeah. right? And that's when you find out he doesn't know anything that's happened over here while he was there. That's another reason that's kind of weird. So then he finds out that the wife, what happened? The wife is missing. Well, I assume that his buddy told him because they're oh. together. Yeah, his so his his wife is missing. The it's s- also important to note that him and his wife are the only two white people from this part of Alaska. Yeah, and it's mentioned like a few times, which we totally missed. Yeah. Um. So, he is informed that, the, you know, the situation that, I guess, the wife has presumably, presu- presumably murdered the, the, their kid. Yeah. And uh, she's on the lam. And then he, they ta- he meets uh, Jeffrey Wright's character and the, the cop who plays, like, a pretty big role. He's probably, yeah. like, the third, uh, like, major lead in this. Uh, and from there, like, they eventually just let Jeffrey Wright go, because they, they're not, you know, they're convinced that he had nothing to do with it or right. whatever, doesn't know anything. And then it's just, um, you're left with Alexander Skarsgård and his buddy, and then they just murder all the cops in yeah. the corner, and they take the body, and it's like, well, what? There's like, also, like, I don't know if this has something, because there's a lot of, like, native mysticism in this that's yes. beyond me, I don't know nothing about it. There's a big emphasis on the bot, the remains of people that yes. die in here. Like, so uh, his buddy has a kid that was killed by wolves. Heavy air quotes. Yeah, and like, the, it's impl- like again, like the re- the whole reason Jeffrey writes there is because they're say they said that the mother's kid was taken by wolves yeah. too, but obviously that's not the case, right? Or maybe it is. I don't know. <laughs> um, there's a sequence here where. Uh, Skarsgård kills the cops. It's like really tough to watch because, again, it's just like fast, crazy There's violence. About the way the one cop says no, please. Yes, that's no. exactly yeah. what I was going to talk about. The kid, it's like a, it's a young kid. <laughs> yeah, he, like puts his hands up. He's like, please don't. He just shoots him through his fucking hand, like through his nose. Yeah, it's <laughs> fucking gross. Um, and again, this is like out in the middle of nowhere. These are like small town cops. Yeah. It's not like they're but they got a pile of them. Because oh yeah, um. It's just, it's just crazy. So then, so then, Skarsgård and his buddy, like, take the kid and, like, bury him? Yes. Well, they take him to the snow, where they get him later in the movie, at the very end, I guess. That's the box they dig up, right? Book, I don't know what that means. Like, well, I guess they weren't gonna drag it all the way to wherever they were going. Yeah. I guess so. So then, after that, basically, Skarsgård goes on, like, a killing rampage. Like, he just kills, like, everybody. Yeah. He kills that old Indian woman. He, he like, decimates the entire town. Yeah, he kills, like, everybody. Yeah. But I don't really know why. Well, I think the the witch, because she knows what he is. Right. I think that's the same woman that's implied. It's like the old Indian witch told your father that wolf oil would cure you, and if you don't understand what that means, don't worry, you won't by the end of the movie either. Yeah. Yeah, because he, he runs into some, like, old like old man mystic that, that makes some illusion that he, like... That, like Sean just said, his parent, his your parents said you're not right. It's so like this, unnatural. Yeah. So this wolf oil cure you, and then he kills him, and he kills the witch, and he ki- he kills everybody. Yeah, he's like full on Terminator at this point. And then, like that's kind of the movie. Well, there's also um, the the town cop who you said looked like a cross between Tom Holland and uh, Les. No, uh, no, it's a uh, uh, Henry Nygaard. What the hell is Henry that? Cavill oh, and yeah. Martin Freeman? Oh yeah, yeah. 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 He shows up to the buddy's house because he knows the buddy knows what happened. Yeah, at the police station, and the guy's like, "Oh, what are you gonna do for me, guy? You know, well, you know, going over the whole kind of like it's a quick uh, primer on the treatment of native Alaskans, I guess. Yeah, in that exactly. area. Yeah, because like, the cops like, well, we we ran you know water and electricity yeah. up here. He's like, "What do you want a fucking trophy? I can right. shit in my own house." Right. Yeah. Exactly. So he goes, "What are you gonna do about the phone call your wife's gonna get?" Later, he's like, that call's coming, nothing you can do to stop it. So everybody's nervous, they're out there getting ready, and all of a sudden, um, you see it in the Jeffrey back. Wright goes, hey, yeah, you see just a kind of a movement in the back, you kind of know what's coming. Yeah. 
And it turns into, like, the grossest, like, Saving Private Ryan-esque heat. It's like the fucking end of Young Guns with, like, the <laughs> Gatling gun right. where it's just, like, mowing people down. It's like, like the guy's got, like, a fucking bar everything. machine gun. And this scene goes on, what, six, seven, Ten minutes? minutes? Yeah, yeah. It just he's just murdering every cop. A cop falls to the ground and he shoots him, like, 17 times yeah. while they're on the ground. It's insane. And he just he's just murdering everybody. Yeah, it's his, his house is stand. his Look. house is booby trapped, and this happens in the middle of the fucking movie. Yeah. And you're like, where? This is, is the climax of every other action movie. It's the end of Heat. Yeah, and you're like, where is? Although this? that scene doesn't happen quite at the end of Heat either. This movie's a lot like Heat. Yeah, <laughs> but then you're like, where the hell is this going? Like, oh, we also forgot before this, Jeffrey Wright is having like hallucinations of the wife. Yeah, and he, she's like. Well, that, there's something, there's something wrong, with, wrong the with the sky. Yeah, which she says at the end, which I still don't know what that means. I have a lot of questions. Yeah, I mean, we could be dealing with magical realism here. It's entirely possible. It's hard to tell. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So then, uh, again, we talked about how Skarsgård murders everybody. At one point, he gets shot in his car, like trying to get away for after he kills that yeah. old mystic guy. And then his buddy, who is Macon Blair, which is cool to see him again. Yeah. I uh, figured he'd be in this movie at some point. He, he plays, like, a, another, like, old, I assume, army co- co- uh, army buddy or something. Some guy that knows uh, field medicine yeah. takes the bullet out of him. He's also a pillhead jerk-off. Yeah, but then Macon Blair, like, calls the cops, and Skarsgård hears this, and... Uh, we forgot to mention that Skarsgård got a mask from this old mystic. Again, like, masks are, like, a big yeah. deal. Well, he picks the mask, and he picks the wolf mask. Yeah, and the mask is fucking terrifying. And the wife had a mask earlier. Uh, hold on a sec. Yeah, filibuster for me. I need uh, the, the mask. Oh. Yeah, well, there's a mask. We'll just cut this part out. No, it's fine. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm trying to... Look something up at the same time. So, anyway, so he he grab he kills Macon Blair, and then uh, from there, like uh, Jeffrey Wright and the cop have kind of become buddies. I think yeah. that's at this point in the it's movie, it's like uh, he kind of pulls Jeffrey Wright out of his like uh, impersonal psychosis. Yeah, where he hasn't talked to anybody at all for who knows how long. And in the middle of all this, Jeffrey Wright's trying to reconnect with his daughter. Yeah. Um, Jeffrey Wright in the movie, his last name is Core, which I think is like incredibly stupid. Yeah, it's a definitely a, a very like fucking grocery store shelf mystery protagonist name. Um. So anyway, so the cop, the main cop, and Jeffrey Wright become buddies. They decide that they're going to go to a place that they're gonna like. Uh, Jeffrey Wright is gonna go to a place that the wife took him to earlier because the they hot can, springs the is the hot only place spring. where you can get clean. Right. Yeah. So he, he's gonna take her there. They're gonna look. They get. They get in a plane. They look for. Uh, they think they see something. They go down out of the plane. Immediately, the fucking cop gets got by Skarsgård. He gets like fucking arrow again through his neck, like all the way through. Yeah. Um. And then Jeffrey Wright tries to run away, but of course Skarsgård is a fucking like military like uh, operator or whatever. He gets fucking got, but he doesn't die. He gets shot through the arm. Yeah. They drag him in a cave, then Skarsgård... Well, actually, I'm sorry. I, f- I fucked up. Jeffrey Wright goes into the cave, finds the wife who's just hanging out. He's about to he's about to talk to her, and then Skarsgård shoots him in the back with the arrow. Right. Then you kind of find out, like, th- he's like... It looks like Skarsgård's about to kill the wife. But he's choking her like she's like having she, Jeffrey Wright choke her in yeah, the beginning Yeah, that's of the another movie. callback that yeah. I didn't pick up on. You're right. It's like the same thing. Yeah. And then... You fr- I wonder if that, like... Uh, maybe I'm going way out on a limb here, but you know how dogs play by chewing on each other's necks and biting their necks? Yeah. Maybe that has something to do with it. Like, they're actual wolves. Yeah. Um, just all the neck stuff. Like, because that's how, like, a wolf it goes yeah. for the neck, like the throat. Maybe. Um, so then you find out that, for, you know, Jeffrey Wright is there, he's got an arrow stuck in him, and Skarsgård and the wife are, are like obviously in cahoots like he's not trying to kill the wife yeah. like you thought he was the whole time or maybe he was and then he couldn't do it when he got there maybe I don't know it seemed like they it's just like uh, like the the, t- the hard thing to reconcile is like if that wasn't his idea the whole time like why just like lay waste to the entire countryside you know what I mean yeah like, I don't know but like and why was the buddy in 
in like why was the buddy in front of the house? Why was the buddy like complacent with all of this like just wanton murder? Yeah. Like I don't know. I don't. Well, he's uh, also like coded as kind of a scumbag, so right. who knows? I, I don't know. So Skarsgård uh, pulls the arrow out of Jeffrey Wright, makes sure to take it out the right way, like yeah. takes the head off and then pulls it out, and then so Wright's. Like, he's still hurt, but he gets out of the cave. Then somebody comes by and picks him up on a... a As uh, the wolves watch him. Oh, yeah. he. The, you think he's about to get eaten by wolves, but the wolves let him go. And then a guy on a snowmobile comes by with, like, a like a gurney and then yeah. drags him away. And the last thing the guy says to him is, they spared you. Yeah. And I think that's obviously, you know, it's It's a, like a double meaning. It's a metaphor yeah. for the wolves and the potential demon wolves that are right. the murderers. It's also weird that, like... There's a scene where they where they land to go uh, to the hot spring. Yeah. Where now that we're talking about it, it's starting to kind of come out a little bit. Remember, he's tracking the wolf prints, but there's no shoe prints anywhere. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. Yeah. I didn't think about that. Um, so, anyway, so then Jeffrey Wright is taken to a hospital. Uh, it's also intercut with Skarsgård and the wife digging up the, the, the boy coffin. Yeah. Digging it up with their hands. Yeah, this well, because it's in snow. It was, no, I know. Oh, like a wolf. Okay. Yeah. And then you hear Jeffrey Wright. Jeffrey Wright finally, uh, his daughter is at the hospital bed, and she's like, what happened to you? And he's like, let me tell you. And then the movie ends. Yeah. That's it. I don't know how I feel about it. Like, there's so many good things in this movie. The fuck, it's shot well. The acting's really good. The score is fantastic. I love the I think violence. the Blair Brothers did the music. I think Megan Blair's brothers. Oh, really? Did it, I yeah. love the music. I loved everything about it. It's just, I don't know if I understood... Well, I certainly don't understand it. I feel like this is... This I'm not going to sit here and tell you that I'm like, oh, I got it. Like, no, I don't get it. Yeah, there's big chunks of this that don't, like... I think this might be a movie where, like, a week from now, you kind of... It's like, oh, okay, now I get or, it. Or, like, one of those people that I like on YouTube, like that renegade cut yeah. guy is going to break this down and I'm going to feel like a fucking idiot because yeah. it's all right there. You know what I mean? But, like you said earlier, this is definitely something that you need to watch quietly yeah. and really pay attention because there's a lot to, like, chew on. No, right. no wolf pun intended there. But I don't know, like, it, it's definitely sitting weird with me. I don't hate it. Yeah. Like, I, I'm not, like, it's not one of, it's not like Mother where it's, like, like, just terrible. I find it fascinating. Yes. It's not pretentious at all. No. Like, we said Mother maybe jump for a second. Sorry. Or... But, yeah, I don't know how I feel Some about critic it. compared this to Mute, said, oh, you let two directors make movies on here, and that's how you end up with Hold the Dark and Mute. Well, Mute's just terrible. <laughs> this is fascinating. This yeah. isn't bad. This is just... There's a lot to take. It's very, it's different. Like I was telling you as we were watching it, like how it's paced, it feels like a European movie or something. Yeah. It doesn't feel like a normal American film. Like, I bet the book sucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I bet it's awful. I bet it's like a. Um, Did you read like, like the synopsis of the Cross book or anything? I, no, but I bet it's like one of those James Patterson style books. Like, it's. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. There's a lot to this movie. It's just not. It's certainly not easily digestible. No. So I can automatically tell you why, like, reviewers hated it. Or, like, it got, it's getting mixed reviews. I, can, I have mixed feelings for it now. It's like, uh, we've seen a lot of great kind of low-key indie movies this year. Like, um... Oh, what's Joaquin Phoenix? You were never really here. Oh, yeah. Which has a lot going on, but nothing like this. No, like, and it's also, like, very easy to understand. Yeah. Like, it's got a lot of... It's definitely a thinker, but it's got... It's not a stinker. Right. It's got a lot going on with it. You know, you, there is a lot to, to digest. But it's all kind of like ancillary. It's like codex crap in a video game where you yes. could go back and read about the history of this. Like, this is all... This is potentially a movie with magic in it. And yeah. I don't know. It could be and it could right. not be. I don't, I don't really understand. Like, you were telling me beforehand that... The, it's implied that the couple, the murderous couple, are brother and sister. Yeah. But I didn't pick any up. On, I didn't pick that up at all. Yeah. No. I mean, maybe. And that's why. And you don't really know why the kid was murdered. Well, because they make a Jeffrey Wright talks about wolves killing their young at some point, like in the movie. Said something about savaging, and then the pizza came, and then we got kind of distracted. Oh, that's why I missed it. Yeah. But I guess that's like the wolf version of Wylan. Did they? <laughs> Did they say why they were the wolves killed? Probably, but uh, where I was tied up with pizza stuff. This is why, so when we watch it the next time, we're probably not going to have any of these complaints. No. Probably understand. It's not even a complaint. Like, it's more of like, I feel like I failed yeah. as an audience member. Yeah, I agree. I need to rewatch this. Uh, what else? 
Anything else you want to add? Now it's been a good year for movies, though. Yeah. Like, it's you're right. It doesn't have the kind of immediacy of like, especially Green Room. No. Like this is a big kind of left turn from that movie. Besides the violence, which obviously he loves. The violence is great. Yeah. The violence is fantastic. Yeah. And I really like his use. Like his effects are really good. Yeah. Like the gore effects are just fantastic. He needs to just make a straight fucking horror movie is what he needs to do. I mean, at points, this movie felt like a stalker movie. Like, all of his movies are kind of horror movies yeah. in one way or another. I mean, yeah, that's true. But, uh, I don't know. It's it's definitely... It's it's certainly interesting. Yeah. I'll say that. Like, it's a lot deeper of a movie than I expected it would be. Yes. Or it could be totally, like, surface level and I'm missing 100% of it. <laughs> it's either or. It's either very <laughs> deep or very shallow. Um, but yeah, uh... I haven't had this hard of a time, like, kind of, uh... corralling my feelings about a movie in a while. I can't remember the last time... Jesus, this didn't even get a fucking Wikipedia entry. I thought it did. Or you looking for the book. I'm looking for the book. Yeah. But, uh... Maybe it was a pop-up book. <laughs> uh, anyway... Uh, should we give it a, a normal score? Sure. Uh, okay. Ow! I thought it was pretty good. <laughs> I would love to know what he thinks of this movie. He'll probably watch it. Yeah. Alec, watch it. Uh, yeah, the book has no Wikipedia entry. Oh, it must be whack. Yeah. Th- only this has, the movie has a Wikipedia Check entry. Wackipedia. Oh, shit. <laughs> It's also weird that this movie takes place in 2004. I never really put that together. I guess you could get gleam that from the news footage about Fallujah yeah. and all that. I don't know. That war's been going on forever. <laughs> Still kind yeah, of but it was like that. the first battle yeah. of Fallujah. So. Uh, Sean? Uh, like somewhere between a nine and like a <laughs> asterisk. Two. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't... <sighs> I don't want to talk about things I don't fully understand. Yeah. Yeah, I, I understand that. I definitely enjoyed it. Yeah. But... I don't know. Like, I don't feel like I can really, like, nail that. Like, this could be the best movie made this year. I don't know. Yeah. It has the potential. But yeah, I'm definitely going to have to watch this. It wasn't like an upgrade or something where it just kind of, like, hits you all on Front Street and you're good and... Yeah, no, I, I totally, I totally agree with that. I like, like we just said, I. This feels I, like a movie they would show you in a class, and you'd have to like write some kind of like critical analysis like, of it. Yeah, you'd have to discuss like, it to yeah. try to yeah, to piece it apart. Yeah, I get that. So nine-ish. Yeah. Teagles. Uh, I, uh, I for me, it's a. I'm gonna give it a seven for me, dog, and only because. I feel like it's a seven with an asterisk because I feel like when I watch this in the future, I might like it more or I might totally hate it. Yeah. I don't know. It's really strange. Like, cause it's like we said in the very top of the show, like it's got all the parts that I like, but I don't really know if it comes together in a satisfying way. Like I like movies with a lot of mystery in it. And again, like there's so much, I feel like it's not the movie's fault. I feel like it's my fault. I feel like Gogs, kind yeah. of, in a way. You know how he felt when he watched Southland Tales, yeah, but there yeah. really wasn't anything right. there? There's so much here that's deliberate and in your face, and, and again, with the themes, with scenes repeating, with the things like that, I feel like it's something I'm not getting. I think the movie is giving me what it needs to give right. me. It's just I'm too dumb to pick it up. So, I think that by the end of this, hopefully it'll be closer to a 9 but right now, like my immediate thought is, I can't give something higher than a seven that I just didn't understand. Right. And I'm not like again, I'm not going to be all pretentious and say, "Oh no, I got it." No, I, I really didn't. I, yeah. I don't really understand what this movie is going for. I don't understand the motivations of the the two murderers like at all. That's right. like the biggest like hiccup. I just don't get what the fuck they were doing. They could be magical dogs. They might be magical wolf people. <laughs> and like, okay, yeah, sure. Like I don't know. But it's it's certainly interesting, and it, you know, we've talked about it on the show before. But like, the worst thing a movie can be is boring, and this has already elicited a ton of conversation. Yeah. Like, I'm fascinated by this movie, so 
again, that's why it gets higher than like a four or a five because right. it's like, well, I'm thinking about it, and it's like crafted too well. To oh, like, it's it's yeah. it looks amazing. I mean, Jeremy Saunier is like vastly underrated. The dialogue's great. There's some heavy acting in here. This is a heavy movie. Yeah, and I mean, like, I hated the wife at the beginning because she's, like, all whispery and weird, but that definitely is a choice. Right. Like, that's what her character is whispering. Her character might not even be fucking real. Right. Like, or, like, I don't know. Like, she could be a hallucination. The thing is, like... She could be already dead. She could be in the spirit world talking to them at this point. Well, she mentioned something to Jeffrey Wright about the sky, but, like, she talks to him... After she he gets shot with the arrow, but when he she said that the first time to him, it was in a hallucination. So yeah. it's like how he's also hallucinating the I, second time. I don't know. Yeah, I really don't know. Like I said, somebody smarter than us on YouTube break this movie down so we can yeah. feel real dumb. I'm sure it'll be from Canada. It's gonna be that renegade cut guy who I think is probably from Maryland because he made like a three hour video about Cal Ripken Sr. and ain't nobody outside of Maryland yeah. gonna make a video about Cal Ripken Sr. I like that guy. He had a kind of a dumb opinion about three billboards, but he has that same dumb opinion that kind of like oh, I can't is see. in vogue to have about that movie. Yeah. Well, it's the racism in small towns don't exist. Right. Yeah. yeah. Take it from someone who lived in a small town and it, it very much exists. Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, definitely check out the movie. Let us know what you think. Um, and if you got the movie, like, right away and we're just really dumb, just let us know. Yeah. I feel like I usually get movies. Yeah. Like, it gets weird for me to, like, have such a tenuous grasp on a movie. Same. But, you know, it happens. Yeah. But anyway, uh, we'll have a regular show this week coming up. It'll be Croctober. Yeah. I think it's Gogs' pick. It's Snake Rolls, right? So he picked the last yeah. one. So he... Yeah, I think so. so. It doesn't matter because I'm just going to veto whatever he picks. No, don't veto this one. He wants to do Gator. Oh, uh, the Burt Reynolds movie? Yeah. Is that even about alligators? No. <laughs> but it's got Burt Reynolds and I've always wanted to watch it. Okay. I've never seen it. Um, and I like, he just died, so it's like kind of topical. So. Topical. Alright, everybody, we went 45 minutes. That's long enough. Yeah. Thanks you for thank you for listening. We to must this. have yeah because we didn't even talk about any other movies or any other bullshit. Like I literally watched nothing this yeah. week. It was part of the reason why when it was like, well, maybe we'll just do a show tomorrow night. I was like, nah, I'm fine. Yeah. <laughs> I've just been too busy doing stuff. I was gonna watch this, uh, hold the dark. Now we watched it, but now we watched it. So uh, we probably would have been less confused by Venom had we opted that route. Oh, I'll probably go see that tomorrow because <laughs> there's no Redskin game tomorrow, so I'll probably go tomorrow. I thought they, there's another. Oh, they play Monday night. Play Monday night. Well, you work all day for Monday night. That's true. <laughs> Working all day for Monday night. Uh, all right. Luba See boys. everybody. Luba boys. Mulhall bed. Special boys out.